Father God, we come before you once again, and we're just really happy to be in a place where we can uh, enjoy you, laugh, joke as brothers, and uh, we can we can have fun here. But at the same time, we're, we're going to talk about some serious stuff, and, and uh, we just pray that you would join us right now. Would you uh, come in, take hold of this, make it exactly what you want it to be, and, and just have us be your instruments. In, in this and all these things, we pray in your name. Amen. 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 So this is a time where, uh, well, I guess before we get started, how about Tom, why don't you jump in and do your intro, and then we'll... Where did uh, yeah, Tom yeah. go? Tom? <laughs> Tom, okay, so every week I get on and pray, and then Tom does an introduction. Tom, okay, All so right. so we know he, we know it's not pregame ritual. He's done that already. Yeah, it's it's definitely not that. All right, whatever. So oh, on the show, we're gonna have some, what is this? I'm the prodigal hot dog, and I'm here to introduce you all. To the Prodigal Son Show. We got Jason. We got Sean. We oh, got Dave. And, and today, today we are going to talk about our thoughts on re-entering <laughs> the society. What we think yeah. is it too quick? Is it not too quick? We will not be talking about mustard or ketchup on the show today. Catch up Back with us, to though. You, Dave. All right. So, for our listening only audience, Tom Rivera is dressed as a giant hot oh, dog. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll be right back. I gotta go. Wow. <laughs> that so, was something. <laughs> clearly, as we talk about to this week, uh, we're gonna talk about re entering society. And clearly, Tom needs Next to reenter society. I think Tom is uh, kind of out there on the deep end right now. He just, for our listening-only audience, he's currently dressed as a giant hot dog. And okay, hey guys, uh, did I miss anything? All right. No. Well, it was weird. You, you, you left. Yeah, my wife was calling me. Yeah, a giant hot dog came in and Get sat out of here. There's no giant hot dogs. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch that later. You guys are silly. They're so silly. Is the pastor on yet? No. Nope. Wow. No, nope. Carla is. Oh, Carla made it. Carla, welcome. All right. So to answer uh, Bonnie's question, um, I I did not shave this week. I apologize. It'll be there. I was lazy. I had a lot going on. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and just to put everything. Just to put everything on the table here, the only reason I lost the beard for a little while there was I learned a very important lesson. I was never a guy who had a full beard, and you definitely don't want to clean that up in the morning before you had coffee. Because it's Sunday morning, and I went to trim it up, and I had no coffee and only one eye open, and I, I, I messed up and I had to take it all off, all, the whole I, beard off. I want to I send something out here right now to you guys uh, for us. I don't know who it was, but I have these headphones on right now. Somebody just sent us through prodigal son, for prodigal sons these headphones and microphone and some splitters to share. Um, I don't know who did it, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm loving these. Um, thank you, whoever sent that to us, and I will get it to the guys as soon as possible. Yes, thank you, whoever that was. That's awesome. Yeah. Next time, don't send them to Jason, though, because yeah, yeah. he gets to play with all the cool stuff before us. <laughs> make, sure, 
make sure I share the virus. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, you want to kick us off here? Uh, where am I at? What am I doing here? Um, Prodigal Sun Show, seven o'clock Tuesday night. On okay. All right, I'm just you and know. You're, you're the guy who's going to run the game tonight. Although maybe yeah, we should I know. I know. It's been a long week already. It's only Tuesday. All right, so we're, gonna do a little, we're gonna do a little "Would You Rather" tonight because I think that's always fun. So I picked a few funny ones that I think are perfect for this time of year. So you guys ready for this? Ready. All right. So first one: Would you rather every shirt you ever wear be a little bit itchy, or only be able to use one ply toilet paper? Oh, itchy. Toilet paper. <laughs> What? Itchy. Itchy. You'd rather be itchy than one ply toilet paper, huh? You'd rather be you'd rather be itchy all day. Okay. All well, day. Then use a little extra toilet paper. And fold it over one Wait, time. I must have missed you didn't say the that. question. You didn't say yeah, that. You didn't say that. You said you didn't say say that. toilet paper. It, you didn't say you keep rolling the whole roll up. It, yeah, it just yeah. says to use one ply toilet paper. It didn't say you can't roll a bunch on your hand. Okay, well, I'll see. I guess we always got to get. Got to use your imagination. I don't know. I don't. Okay, okay, okay. I see. All right, that. I'm moving on. Moving on. All right. <laughs> would you, hey, would you rather have Shout edible spaghetti Falcon. hair? Listen. Shh, shh. Would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that regrows every night, or sweat <laughs> maple syrup? Or what? <laughs> spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti hair that regrows every night. Okay. Yeah. Or sweat maple syrup. This is hands down the easiest question I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Syrup. What? Maple syrup. I will be licking my hand all day long and enjoying it. <laughs> all right. I don't have hair. I don't have hair, so it'd be nice to have hair. Yeah, Tom's the only one that can actually answer this question honestly because he's the only one of us well, that has hair. Have so. spaghetti Overrated. hair or no hair? Overrated. Spaghetti hair. The spaghetti. You, like, here's my question. I don't really like spaghetti that all that much. Do I have to Not eat like, it? No, it just if you do, it grows back. That's all. Okay. And I don't like sweets. How the maple you, syrup. How when long you get is the spaghetti hair on top of your head? Listen, that's not that's not important. <laughs> Here we go it's again. Very important. Y'all are getting too into these. It's for fun. It's not. We're, this is oh, a deep the, philosophical conversation. Hey, Pastor Pete finally joined us. Oh, hey, oh. thanks, Pastor Pete. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, next with this with the maple syrup is like then insects crawling all over you and stuff. I would imagine. <laughs> I mean, you have bugs and stuff crawling you now when you sweat. I would imagine that would happen. I probably have a few more ants. So, I definitely so, so think I'm question, going with the spaghetti here. All you got to do, Dave, is not sweat and you're fine. Mom said There's no overthinking. No overthinking. Yeah, overthinking. No, There's no. nothing that I do that doesn't involve sweating. You work too hard. All right, all right. Here we go. This is a it's Tom question. Science. This is a Tom question right here. Would you rather have to read aloud every word you read or sing everything you say out loud? <laughs> say that one more time, Sean. Would you rather have to read everything you read out loud? Or hold on. Would you have to read aloud every word you read? So if you're reading, every time you read, you have to read it out loud or sing everything you say out loud? Uh, yeah. I'm going I mean, I, you guys want to answer for me? Yeah, you, you're, you're not going with singing, so I know Obviously, you're going I'm with reading. I'm not going with singing. That's and I read out loud right now anyway, so that doesn't change my like life, Penny. 
every road sign you see i'm going with read out loud but that's going to get so annoying oh yeah everything you see like you're driving down the road like speed limit 55 sanatoga exit two miles ahead mcdonald's should, on the we right should, we should play that game for the next 30 seconds right now or quick answers <laughs> recording live on Radical facebook song, Puerto Rico, true red staples all right go ahead next basic question. liability policies low to 75 percent a year progressive <laughs> Where are you seeing that ad? It's not, listen, it's on the side. It's one of those ads on the side of the thing I'm reading off of here. <laughs> All right. So, would you rather wear a wedding dress or tuxedo every single day or yes. wear a bathing suit every day? Yes. Mm. I'm going with the tux. The tux every day? I thought he was going to say the wedding dress. <laughs> Instead um, of what? A bathing suit? A bathing suit. A bathing yeah. suit or a tux every day? I wear a bathing suit every day. I think I'm going with bathing suit. Absolutely. I wear shorts and a t-shirt every day. That's what I go swimming in, so it doesn't really matter to me. So no Texas. All right. There's a short, quick answer. All right. I'd probably lose like 30 more pounds, but I go with bathing suit. All right. So I got got one more, and I like this one. So this will be the last one I got for you tonight. Would you rather be unable to move your body every time it rains – or not be able to stop moving while the sun is out. Oh. Yeah. What's the first oh. one again? Would you rather be unable to move every time it rains yeah, or not be able to stop moving while the sun is out? Yep. Paralyze me every time it rains. There's no way I'm staying inside when, it, when it's sunny. Listen, when it rains, I'm paralyzed anyway. I just go yeah. to sleep. That, that, none thing, of these questions so. have changed my life any. Yeah, this is stuff world. that I'm currently doing right now as I live. Well, and that's kind of why I kind of picked some questions like that, since our topic tonight is reentering society. Ah, and I don't think that my life has very changed very much at all throughout this whole thing. So that was kind of my point with those questions, that they weren't really anything that changes your life all that much. But they were fun, and you all didn't thought overthought way too much um, in those questions. I don't know why. These are made for, like, kids in the grade like kindergarten to sixth grade and we've turned this into deep philosophical would you rather um it's the first time i've ever had that happen uh and i hope it's the last i was just trying to keep it that we were talking so we could see other people's answers because we're always behind so like my mom's yelling my mom's yelling at us so we're just trying to make sure that we wait for the other people to get involved um i see i'm on a separate page i'm not seeing the comments so i apologize y'all i was Reading oh, yeah. and making jokes and not paying attention. I love you, though, so don't don't hate me. Forgive me. So we're going to do a, a quick recap of last week's show, and then we're going to get into the, how to reenter society. But right now it's time for the evening nightly news, and for the evening nightly news, we're going to go over to Tom tonight. Hold on, i got to get ready. What is he, getting like a telegraph? As the skies go, as the skies go, these were pretty seedy. What? What the? Is that a watermelon on somebody's head? Police in Louisiana, Virginia, took to social media on Saturday in hopes of finding two men accused of robbing a convenience store on May 6th with watermelon rinds on their heads. Surveillance cameras at the sheet story caught the scofflaws in the act but they managed to elude authorities thanks to their brilliant disguises, according to the New York Post. That's what's going on in the news today. Did you just say Louisiana, Virginia? Yes. 
Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I did. That's not right at all. <laughs> I mean, I've been to both those places, and they are very, very similar. One is slightly hotter than the other one. No, that's not it. It's Louisa? <laughs> Louisa, Virginia. Yeah. L-O-U-I-S-A, Virginia. I can't, Louisa, I can't Virginia. read. That's we why actually, I got out loud. There's actually somebody that comes to a service at Birdsboro's yes. online police, service. From... It, police in Louise, Virginia. I am an idiot. There you have and the it. New York Post, you read it from the New York Post. That's even better. Yeah, I gave them credit. <laughs> I learned that in Nazarene Bible College. I gave them Lisa, the you are credit. correct. This is the best news I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. <It's>, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been to Louisiana. I've been to Virginia. I think that's a good "Would you rather" question because I. That I think is, I'd I've been to both too, so I'm with you, Dave. That is a good. I question. think I'd rather just stick my head in a watermelon and jump off a cliff. I don't know, man. I, I went to New Orleans. New Orleans was a lot of fun. New Orleans. How many oh. times a day did you get robbed? And not one. I mean, I'm a big guy, so they're all small. Scary guy. You know, I do. I stand like a foot and a half above the crowd there, so you know they kind of. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe when I maybe when I go to those places, I should just look more like you. <laughs> yeah, or just you know, party like a rock star. And you don't I even gotta, know if you've I gotta rock ask. Up, right? I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Dave, how many hats yeah. do you own? Uh, that's not a you good. You can also question. ask me how many hats I have next to me because it's the same question. I I have four hats. You're gonna see them all tonight. That that's a light number of hats. Yeah, so that sounds light. This isn't. Oh no, that's probably no. I own. I, I have two more Jets hats, so six. I have six hats. All right, we well, can throw those in the trash. They're not worth anything. <laughs> hey, did you guys get to watch Pastor Pete's service this past Sunday? Were we supposed to? Did you Did you see when when he found these two uh, New England hats and then he stepped on them with both feet? Did you guys see that part of it? That That's the part good. that I retained from yeah, the service. Yeah, that was a That's cool part, part of the service. Just Just so you guys know, when service goes back to in in church, I will be attending uh, at Birdsboro. <laughs> um, due to creative differences with the current pastor in Lawyersford. No, I, I liked it. I, you heard it live on Prodigal Sons. I think what's that song? That, if anybody from Birdsboro is watching, they'll get excited and they'll think I'm really coming back, and then I'll, I'll be letting people down. Yeah, good what's job. That, what's that song when we were kids? You stomp Satan underneath your feet. That just reminded me of that. Listen, you, you just can't hate greatness. Listen. Well, yeah, I think you probably have a point that Listen, I can't counter. God gave Brady the gift. He did it for a reason. We're about to see how much he's going to bring that gift to Tampa Bay. I think that gift is gone now. I think God took his hand off when he left New England. He was like, sorry, you're on your own now. <laughs> you're, on, unfortunately, you're probably right. So, I wonder hey, what he's going to do over there. Anyway, go ahead. That's I, another show. So I, 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 almost, I almost brought this up last week when we were talking to Pastor Kerry. Um, I just didn't see a good opportunity to say it, and I wanted to make sure that he understood where it was going, where it would have been coming from. So I didn't see a good opportunity to say it. But um, I'll tell you guys, when I first met Pastor Kerry, uh, I was in a board meeting at our church when I was on the church board. I love Connecticut and Patriots. What's that? I love the Connecticut Patriots. Pete, Peter. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> he's, scared, he's scared of Sean. He doesn't want to lose Sean as a member. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. He doesn't want to lose Sean. Go ahead, Dave. Ignore them. They're not, you know, these, I don't, I'm ignoring the comments from now on. That's it. I'm done. Well, you should ignore the comments from Peter Clark. 
Yes. I, I just I just blocked Peter Clark on Facebook, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so so we had this board meeting and uh, Pastor Peter let us know that uh, Pastor Kerry was going to be joining us for the board meeting. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't very excited about it. I wasn't looking forward to meeting him because I've only gotten, I've only been like close with one DS in my life. It was on the district I grew up on. Um, and I, I didn't really like him all that much. He was very like political and he was very much like, didn't ever want to say anything to offend anybody. And there wasn't a whole lot of content there. And so when Pastor Pete said that Pastor Curry was going to be joining us for a board meeting, I'm like, oh, great. This will be like a fluffy board meeting where he's going to tell us all we're doing a great job. And, you know, I'm with you and all that stuff, like all the traditional political stuff. And I met Pastor Curry and like in 30 seconds, I'm like, yeah, I love this man. <laughs> Dude, I'm in the same boat. Like, I absolutely love him. He's awesome. Where he just comes in, he's got the Southern voice thing and going on and he's just like, no, we're not doing a good job. We're not, you know, but, you know, this is what we're doing wrong. And like he said last week, I love it. I've been thinking about it all week when he said, yeah, Christianity is a terrible religion, just like they all are. <laughs> well, he tells you straight. He'll tell you straight how it is, which is awesome. Yeah, I, that, that was the line that stuck out with me. I wanted to see if anything stuck out with you where he said, Christianity is a terrible religion because religion means that you're climbing the ladder of your own self-righteousness. And meanwhile, the gospel is when Jesus is coming down the ladder to meet you right where you are. I mean, that has been ringing through my ears all week. What about you guys? Oh, absolutely. I like the fact that he, he actually, um, which we discussed the prior to this coming on at 7 o'clock, one thing we love and we got to start doing is maybe watching uh, or taping our priors. For him to come on, Sean told me that he invited Pastor Kerry to come on at 630 and at like six fifteen, maybe maybe even six or five, he was on with us. Yeah, he was on like right after us. He was right on with us, and he had so much fun with us. And even the there wasn't really that much dead air because, uh, and and we really did hold out because like, there was a couple times uh, like you just said, Dave, about him having that southern accent, um, and then he, he told us about we couldn't ask. And that was pretty cool to. Uh, have him right there with us, just being uh, 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 like Sean uh, told me before. I love hearing it. He calls himself a servant, which is what we all should be. And that's what I feel we're doing as we are prodigal sons right now. We're being servant to help others. I love the way his background and how his dad and his grandfather were both fishermen. And mm. and if you relate the story to to, to our Christian story, it's mm. unbelievable. And and that's the first time. It's actually the second time I ever heard him speak or, or be with us the first time was through, during the uh, church service that pastor pete put on for us um but when he speaks you just want to listen he's just you can just tell he's a man of god the knowledge in his head when they was asking him those really tough questions relating it to fishermen and then he asked it again exact same question in a different format his answer just blew me away and it's exactly what's going on right now with the whole pandemic and it's going to lead right into the segment which is awesome and we definitely have to have him on again because there's a lot of other questions that 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 I would love to ask him. I th I, I, I kind of have the feeling, and I'm not sure about you guys, but I kind of have the feeling like we could have gone for three hours yeah, last week. Absolutely, and not even absolutely. Yeah, we might do but, next week's program a little longer than an hour since we'll have Pastor Peter Clark. Oh, oh we're gonna we because well, we I'm gonna have, have a lot of questions oh, now. Sure we're like, you are, yeah. so, we're, so we're lighting him up more than an hour. <laughs> 
Oh, it's good. Yeah. I've so known plan Pete if you're with like us, we'll be able to. So. Pete, you better tell your wife to be home to put the kids to bed because we know that you're on her schedule. So make sure that you do your te technical stuff early. Uh, wife's home to put the kids to bed. And we got you for at least three hours. Uh, just on the, the Pastor Kerry thing, uh, it was a lot to take in last week. And again, I, I've had many conversations, but the thing I love about him, on top of the fact that he leads by serving, is his quote, the presence matters most, which to me is just, that's where we're at. I mean, we have to be the church outside the church. And that's like his whole philosophy to life, like him riding around in the RV to get to know the different to get to know the people in the church in, in different congregations and making sure he got to preach in all the churches and everything. Like that's his been his number one thing since he got here. Like I said, I was at uh, district assembly when he was, when he was voted in and um, it was just awesome to hear him talk then. And then again with, you know, how he treated Teresa uh, and just treat her like his one of his own grandkids and just was playing with her and talking to her while I was doing something else. Just a humble man, a great man of God, and uh, he, he, he puts his money where his mouth is. When he says presence matters most, he is an ever-present uh, throughout the district, which is awesome. I wonder if Pastor Pete will be there on time like um, like Kerry was, and Pastor Kerry, the servant, was there for us. He's I wonder if our own pastor will be there, right, Lisa? He's Lisa pretty Duncan cool saying he's going to rock our world next week. Lisa Duncan writes in, will he even be on time? And then yeah. and Pete, Pete responds by saying, I'm going to rock your world. A lot of, lot of promises there. Pastor, yeah. did you, did you, were you on for the hot dog bit today? No, he did not. See no, that. he didn't see the hot dog. What? Speaking of which. I even, told him, I even told him at the ice cream shop that I was going to wear a costume on Tuesday, and it's going to be really funny. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Real quick, though. Are you guys ketchup or hot or mustard? On a hot dog, both. Sriracha. Both. Never had sriracha on a hot dog. I put hot what sauce in everything. I'm going to bring hot sauce to Ribsters when it opens up and put it on my ice cream. Go! Oh! <laughs> what so kind of ice cream? He's going to ruin it. And chocolate chip with a little sriracha on the side. That's disgusting. Uh -huh. So it seems like the whole world is, is starting to, to fire their engines back up. And we're looking into – everybody's talking about red light, green light, one, two, three, getting back into society, you and me, all that stuff. I mean, what do you – I don't know. I just listen. It's a white rap, okay? It's, all right. I'll go roll. It was fun. White rap. Something. <laughs> the, uh, but getting back into society, I mean – so. This is really interesting. There's a lot of people who've been home and been doing different things. I don't want to say doing nothing because I think everybody's staying busy. So doing different things like Tom, you haven't opened your business, but you've been running all these pop-up food pantries, giving away clothing, helping the homeless. So you, God I mean, bless you. You guys, you guys have been incredible. So there's a lot of people who are out there helping a lot, but, but they've been out of their norm for a while and then there's people like sean and certain like me in certain respects like still working long long days and jason i know you're, you're working on and off with whatever you guys can do to stay busy some people haven't left some people haven't been in society but it's still like weird right like like there's a lot of people who haven't been at their jobs haven't been at their physical locations working from home getting like starting to be where like they're not necessarily comfortable going outside their own walls. 
And, and then there's people who've been working, but it's like really difficult now. Like Sean, I mean, you can't just walk into Lowe's and buy a, a box of screws. You got to glove up. You got to put the mask on. You got to take all the precautions. You got to wash your hands 15 times a day. Well, you, you can't just walk into Lowe's because it's more crowded now than it was before coronavirus. I and mean, there's more people in there during the day now. It's very, it, it's difficult. I'll be honest because with, I can, I, I I have my opinions on the whole thing, but I can see both sides of the argument for Corona. And just to see all these people. Out Did you just and about, you're pro-Corona? Uh, I have. I've been rallying for it. Um, I've been doing some fundraisers for Corona. Um, I really think it's the champion of, the, of uh, 2020. Um, no. Um, wow. <laughs> it's, uh, no, I just I – just, oh. the, whole, the whole stay home or go out, all that stuff – um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like people have really just abused the fact that there's certain places open and, and a guy like Tom who can't open, but it's okay for 500 people to be in Lowe's at a given time. But Tom can't have two people buying an ice cream cone and walk out of his store. That to me is a major problem. Well, I have a solution for that. I mean, seriously, Tom, I will, I will go in and buy two ice cream cones. And instead of two people buying one ice cream cone, I will go in and buy two ice cream cones. Let's do this. Let's do it. So just sell it by the five-gallon bucket. What's that? Just sell it by the five-gallon bucket. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a wholesale. No, I, I don't know if it'll fit in my fridge, but I bet I could eat it before I get it home. No, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put a little shout out. Like uh I got my complete renovations shirt on today. Um didn't even notice it, but I got a boss. Um I mean I pay I I messed up in the past, so uh, my stimulus went to my back child support. So it didn't be able to help my family now being that I'm with Amy and stuff, but it, it went there. But like my boss, he just told me today, um, most of the time I was off for almost a month and a half and he, he was off pretty much two weeks after I was off, he started. But then I get to sit there and I get to talk to Amy and she has been working this whole time. But one thing I got to give Amy is her ups and downs. Um, like they were told to bring people back and then they realized that they really couldn't and stuff. And it's tough. See, she's worried about those people that, you know, so many people are getting excited about what they're making on unemployment. I've heard so many people, not just Amy's employees. I don't talk to them, but other people they're act like they're making more money on unemployment that they don't even want to go back to work. And yeah. then the, going to have to realize that they're going to have to but like my my boss's wife also owns her own restaurant out in Boyertown, Grimia's restaurant she's working all by herself just to keep her life going and trying yeah. to keep her mother's uh, she's been with uh, her mother passed away a little or i believe a year ago and this is something that she wants to keep going because it has a tie to her mom um that she has and she loved to make it grow there's not enough people because society is afraid to go out or whatever it is. And, and then she has employees, you know, that they're, they're, they're making money on unemployment that oh, these people just don't want to come back. It's, it's, it's a, it's going to be, it's going to be a real heartbreaker when people start realizing, because I mean, some people are going to deny coming back to work and they're going to realize they're going to lose their job and they're going to lose unemployment and it's going to well, be even harder. That's what people need to understand at this point is that like, you're you just said it jason they're making more money at home they're not making more money at home they're getting more money at home. yes yes, and so, yes yeah i mean i think it'll be a little bit more difficult but at the same time i mean i am glad we live in a society that doesn't let any 
that tries their best to not let anybody go hungry, okay, and not let anybody go without the basic necessities. So I am I am happy about that, but I do I am I am a fiscal conservative, and I I kind of understand the economy a little bit, and I it'll be healthy for people to get back to work. It'll be quite a bit of an adjustment, but I think the more we we decided on this topic, uh, you know, uh, what a week ago or so, but. As I've been thinking about it, the one thing that keeps popping up through all these conversations I have with people is everybody has an opinion. There's a lot of anger out there. So whether, like Sean was saying, I made fun of it, but, you know, I shouldn't have. But there's people who say we should have never stopped working. There's people who say we shouldn't go back to work now. There's people who say we should sit at home for a year. Some people are saying we got to, you know, jumpstart the economy again. But we have to remember that our main objective, just like Pastor Kerry told us, was that we need to, like Jesus would, walk down the ladder, meet people where they are. I don't think it helps anything to join in and help make people angrier or propagate their anger or promote any sort of political views. This is where we need to say, you know what, I'm glad I can get back to work. I'm glad you can get back to work. I'm glad to see you again. You know, try to make sure we're safe distance and make sure we're not spreading any virus. But at the same time, like, just love people where they are. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. I and mean, that's a lot what, about what uh, Pastor Kerry was talking about. Um, you know, and as far as far as it's tough, man, it's tough. And, and I just I just read the pastor's message <laughs> on, on here. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen June 4th. I don't know if Pennsylvania is going to be all yellow. Um, I don't know if, if Montgomery County is going to get extended even more. Um, but as for me and, and, and my business, I, I'm going to open up June 4th, regardless of whether we go yellow or stay red. Um, because it's, for, for us, it's time. I, I, the Lord put it in my heart to open it up in June. So I can't sit here and not open because I know this is coming from God. He's been putting it in my heart ever since April, really, about when I'm going to get back and open up. I knew I wasn't going to get back till June. Um, but now I kind of have to dictate my own thing. I can't, I can't keep waiting for the county to go to yellow because I know that there's things that I can do that I'll be under the law that will be okay for me to open up, you know, doing takeout one family and at a time so there's a lot of precautions that i can take to be able to open up my shop on june um no june 6th what is yeah june 6th not june 4th well june 4th is when we're supposed to go yellow but june 6th is when i'm opening roosters um, what day is that that's that a is. saturday and, and, it, and it works out perfect I have a reminder set. that's hey Pottstown's bringing back again like they did in, in last month the uh the cruise night so there's going to be got everybody cruising their their fancy cars and stuff in Pottstown that day so it's gonna it's gonna be a good day to open up and, and I Are you just, telling me I get to buy a fancy car and an ice cream cone on the same day? Probably yeah, will. Yeah. Sure. Oh, all right, cool. You gonna buy a We gotta get a fancy car. Yeah, I can't wait to say I can't wait to read what she says about that. Gotta be better yeah. than that forerunner you were working on today. What did you buy my shop today? Uh, I was beeping at you about three o'clock. Oh, <laughs> so, I didn't yeah. see. so uh my forerunner got crushed by a tree. <laughs> about a month ago and i finally found a body shop who'll fix it but they told me they said you got to rip the interior out you got to take the headliner out you got to pull the moon roof and the roof rack so I, I, was, I was cleaning it all getting it ready so 
so Tom, let me ask you this, or maybe Dave might have an answer. I don't know. Um, so like you were saying, Dave, uh, Tom, that you're under like the provisions or guidelines. Like today, I went to uh, but uh, whatever Sitco or golf, whatever over in Weirtown today, and the owner of the place was standing in there, no mask on. And just shaking hands with all these people, they're goofing around and stuff. What provisions do they have for use as business owners? Because like, there's no like law, or can they like revoke your license, or can they can they fine you? Is there anything that's really stopping you from actually opening your business, or? For example, like I said, I just saw a business owner standing there without a mask on. What are those real guidelines? Well, I mean, I think they have the same guidelines that everybody else yeah, sees. Same guidelines for everybody. But, I don't, but, but see, I'm not watching any of that. So I'm saying to you, like, can you be arrested? Can you be can you be fined? Can they take your license? Fine, fine. No, the idea is they could pull a business license and they could fine you and that sort of thing. But at the same time, I mean, I know it's different in different areas. I haven't seen anything like that. I, you know, I've had several officials from the township because they're customers of ours show up. They never even mentioned anything. You know, they just came in because they're customers of ours. I, I talk um, to a lot of the cops there, and they're they're they they're the same way. They just <laughs> they just they're not going to bother anybody. The small businesses well, are really hurting out there, and and honestly. Right. Whether, however it looks to some people about me opening, I have to open because I need to give myself the best chance to be able to survive. Yeah. Bad enough that I'm, you know, because the rent still has to get paid, right? So I, I have to open regardless so I can, and let's face it, when we open up, people are still going to be afraid to come out. Um, and they're going to know that it, they're going to have to wait in line to get in, right? And, and some people are not going to come out. So we'll see how the business is even when stuff is, is allowed to open. A lot of small businesses will go under because of this. Yeah, that's the unfortunate thing is like we're going to see um, as, a, as a small business owner, Tom's a small business owner, like you, you I was telling Lisa, I said that what's really frustrating is that we're going to be driving down the road in a couple of years when, you know, when everybody's driving down the road and they have a vaccine and all this stuff and we're going to look at an empty building and go, oh, remember when that business was there? Man, I really like that place. I really like that, you know, so there's a lot of small businesses are going to go under here and you know, it'll, it, it does provide opportunity for new growth and new things. And, and, you know, but at the same time, it, it, there will be a sadness and a mourning period for those who, you know, it won't be the, it won't be the end of the person. It'll be the end of a business. They'll get to restart something else. They'll get to go on to something else. And that's where we have to remember the other thing that, that I wanted to bring up tonight is that we keep hearing everybody say when everything gets back to normal, right? You, you, you hear it on the news, on the TV, everybody in all these conversations, everybody's saying, when we get back to normal. Guess what, guys? This is normal. Look up the definition of normal. We're in normal right now because this is the same as it was yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before. It's just the new normal. And next month will be a different normal. And the month after that will be a different normal. And the month after that will be a different normal. We have to stop saying, get back to normal. This is normal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. I hope things don't go back to the way they were. I really don't. <laughs> um, I have a lot of things to say about this subject. But one thing I really want to put out there, I mean, 
Tom and I had this conversation a couple weeks ago about the shop and stuff. And my big thing on this is we want to get back to where we're at. We know as Christians that when things start swaying one way or the other, God's got a course correct for us, right? We can all agree to that. There have been many times we've read in the Bible, God, God course corrects when man makes a mistake, correct? Right. So I think we're right in the middle of that right now. And I think the only way we get to go back to being a people together is if we prepare ourselves to be a people together. We have to get ready for that. Like we have to stop. And I wasn't trying earlier to say like one way or the other. It just, some of the guidelines and the rules just don't make sense to me right now. It's a confusing time. So I wasn't trying to be angry, upset about it. It's just very confusing that one place can do this and one place can't. And I'm scared because I'm out there every day and I don't know who I'm around and stuff. But I think over this time of being out and able to work and everything else, I've had a chance to really look at the fact that am I embracing what God is trying to do in this? And am I preparing for what's coming next? You know what I mean? Am I, am I preparing my field to harvest what he's plant, what he's planting? Or am I just sitting back waiting for something to happen and just hoping that everything will be great again? And I think the reason we're in this current situation is because things were not going well and things did not work out well. So we need to get back to a place where we're in relationship with God and we're doing the right things for the right reasons, not just getting through everyday life. And I mean, we kind of talked about this a, a few episodes ago with, uh, you know, saying a, a big thing I see is, you know, we say we're Christian, but a lot of times we say that, but our acts would speak a hundred percent different than what we said. And I think that's a major problem that a lot of people need to look inward and in, myself included. I'm in the same boat. I'm no better than anybody else. I make a lot of mistakes. I backslide. I do some things I shouldn't do. I cuss too much. I do a lot of things, but I I think we need to look at what kept us when we say, and I think a lot of people use the title as a social status. I'm a Christian. This is just something that was on me today while I was, I was working and I, I was listening to a, a radio station and they were saying it. And a lot of people, and this was my thought coming out of what I heard was, I think we use, I'm a Christian to try and prove something to somebody like we wouldn't do something wrong. We wouldn't do anything because I'm a Christian. Well, you know what? You're human as well. And you make mistakes and you're going to, and getting through that and working through that with your relationship with Christ is the most important part. And I think as a, a lot of Christians miss that myself included, sometimes we just, we forget the point. And I think God has has kind of separated us to help us to appreciate that. And what truly being a Christian is, it's not just saying I'm a Christian and then end up in the strip club on Wednesday night. It's not saying I'm a Christian and then walking by somebody on the street who has nothing. It's not, I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining it the way I want to, but it's just, to me, we're not preparing for what God's trying to teach us. And I what think a, that's a major thing we need to get through it. So many people like ones that have been saying, um, I know God has me covered. So I'm going to go out in the street and I'm maybe not going to wear a mask or, or, I'm not, to me, when I even told my boss that I was taking off, I just felt like with Amy being at work, she is our soul. And I hate to say this because I've worked my whole life, but Amy has been taking care of me and, and, and our family. And she has to do what she has to do. But all these people that sat there and say, I'm a Christian, God's got me covered. Listen, I am 
doing the best that I can as a Christian. And like Sean said, I, I, I fall every day. I backslide every day. But who – like I know Pastor Pete is so on wanting to get back to church. But then he's being told last week or the week before he had shared with us that, you know, the district and them are telling him we have to wait. I know it's eating him up because it's eating us up. I miss hugging everybody. I miss being there. But what what's the line of where we are Christian or stay home? Do like Betty said, um, the governor, everybody's mad at him, but he has no problem putting us back in the red. But I saw when people were out, you know, I went to the grocery store. Amy and I stayed in. I saw I saw people out doing what they weren't supposed to be doing. I I I where's that where is it where Christians stay home and do what the law is telling us to do? And even, I, I mean, I, we're real men, real faith, real talk. Tom, if the governor throws us out, so are you going to open up if it goes into red? If the oh, governor tells I mean, us, listen. Um, I'm praying for you. I want your yeah. business back. Yeah, there's there's a couple of things I want to say because we started the show because we all, we, we all love talking. But anyway, uh, real quick, uh, Pastor Pete, you put on here, uh, where is it at? About, I'm praying strongly and planning to have corporate worship on June 7th. Corporate worship, what is that? That's when we actually go That's in church. Regular Sunday worship where we all get together. That's called Man, corporate worship. I'm hard for that, Pastor. I'm praying super hard for that. Um, and, and also, Kurt, what you said on there, I strongly I strongly agree with you on that. On, you know, even even if we don't think like like, Jason, you were just talking about the people that are like, you know, my faith is so strong that I don't need to wear a mask and stuff. Um, you know, even if our faith is that strong and even if we don't feel we should wear a mask, we should be doing it for others anyway. We should be setting yes. an example as Christians, the following. And Kurt, I'm glad you mentioned that because I completely agree with you. Um, it's the same passage. I don't know if that's from the, the same passage. Where if a guy doesn't eat steak, don't eat steak in front of him. It, it's the same. It, it relates to this as well. Um, well, yeah, because I always wonder in stuff like this, like, what would Jesus do? Jesus, I, I believe, would. That's a great example. Yeah. Right. I, I don't think he'd be I don't think he'd be sitting there starting a fight with somebody because they say, well, I think, you know, I, I don't believe we should be in red or I think we should be in red. I don't think he'd be starting a fight. I think he'd be loving the person where they are. You know, That's and, what we need to do. And I, I'm going to steal this. It was on Facebook. I forget who posted it. Probably a million people. But it's like. I'm a Christian and I wear a mask. I'm a Christian and I buckle my seatbelt. I'm a Christian and I stay out of the street when there's cars come. Like just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you shouldn't do what God has given you the brains to do. Right. So <laughs> show people you love them right where they are. And if you see people like that's what part, I think one of the biggest things of getting back to normal or getting back into society is going to be mental health, right. And spiritual health because I don't know about you. Do you notice? I, I've been seeing it where you get out in public and people don't want to stand close to each other anymore. Obviously, I don't mean like everybody's staying six feet apart, but some people are staying 20 feet apart. Some people, when you come into that 10 foot zone, they start to get really concerned and they start to have this, you know, even if you're wearing a mask and wearing gloves, like everybody's like afraid to be with each other. And I just feel like um, that that's one thing that's going to be maybe difficult or an obstacle to get back into society. I think, I think, the gospel wants us to be close to each other. I think it's healthy to be close to each other, but you know, we want to make sure that we're safe and that sort of thing. But at the same time, like we, I do believe we need to be in relationship and close to each other. We need to reach people who are lost and reach people that are hurting. And Tom, I mean, like 
like we were talking about, you, you know, you're, you're working with homeless people and you're getting close to them and all this stuff. Good for you, man. I think that's what Jesus would be doing. Yeah. I that's, mean, that's awesome. Being there helping them guys. I, I thank you, Tom, for giving us the chance. And I know like I missed you guys on, on Friday and then Saturday, see you, Sean and Andreas, you know, Kudos to all of you. I mean, and what we can do for these people. It's, you know, I, the other day, I went, because I still have my prison mentoring that I'm writing people. So I still have to go to the post office. And every time I open the stinking door, I think of Tom, because people can't see me smiling at him behind my mask. And I'm like, looking at him like, yo, you're not smiling. And one day, the other day, a, a, an elderly lady, she held the door for me. And I looked at her with a smile and she couldn't see it. And I said, you have no clue how long I've been wanting to do that. But people shy away. I said, thank you for making my day. And she just gave me a thumbs up and walked away. Like, so to me, that was her, her smile in front of the mask. I got to see she it. She probably didn't speak English. <laughs> and and are you sh I, it was probably wasn't a thumbs up either. I think it was something else. See, now, if Tom would have been with me, he could have told, told me in Spanish, and we would have been good. Yeah, I would have been But, yeah, I mean, Jason, I'm making fun, but that's that's what I'm talking about, people holding the door for each other, people patting each other on the back and saying it's going to be okay and, and all that stuff. Like, I, I, miss the, I, miss the, uh, I miss the interaction. I really do. Even, even, being, even being at church, like, even though our pastors, like, his sermons are so long and boring. <laughs> and all like, oh man i just like i i miss i miss, i just miss being in church i just miss being in church well i i really it really hit me the other day um we shared my mom oh no we were on tuesday she got sick um but we did share throughout our community and church mom had a scare with um possibly the covid she had everything but the actual fever um and i really i really i've been I hope, I hope Amy's either listening to me or watching this or watches it later. I've been really, really having a tough time lately with things because um, I've I got a fr I got a friend that almost overdosed. I got somebody that just lost a friend that overdosed yesterday. I got my dad who I just got a phone call is down to eighty eight pounds. And last week when I found out about my mom. It really hurt me that I couldn't even possibly take her to the hospital or wherever she would need to go to get a test. Um, I actually had Celebrate Recovery people reach out to me and say, you know what, you could help your mom just wash up, um, clean up and all that. But I have a family where Amy is serving people. I, I don't want to go be near my mom and then have a chance. And no matter what cleanliness I do when I come home, Amy is out there serving our community because she has to, to keep a job. And I, like, I, I, I'm just going through so much right now with trying to reach and my prison mentoring. You got men and women in jail that are just going through it all. And you got these people that drug addicts, alcoholics, all this sitting in a house, um, just sitting there drinking or dr drugging their life away. And we can't even check on them because we're, Maybe being honest and staying home and doing what we're told to. Um, people that are, I don't know about you guys, but Dave, we talked about earlier with like some addiction stuff and one of them being obesity. How many people are sitting home and, and putting on Facebook? 
I see so many friends that are putting on Facebook that they have to stop themselves because all they keep doing is going to the refrigerator because they're bored. And next thing you know, and I love it. Everybody says to go when the beaches open up. Oh, <laughs> we're, we're just gonna have. I, 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 I probably shouldn't say, but we're gonna have all these beach whales. You know, on, on the beach because everybody's coming out of quarantine that hasn't been out running or, or doing what they need It'll to. It'll be good for, for the economy, though. Everybody <laughs> will need to buy a new swimsuit. <laughs> Stop local. <laughs> Stop local. Let's <laughs> we'll see look a hot dog it. on the beach. A <laughs> <laughs> dog on the beach. There, there are a few things I'm really thankful for, though, that have come out of this. Um this show being one of them. I mean, this has been, you know, we're having an amazing ride and this is the new normal for us. And for those of you guys watching, this is the new normal for us. And I, and I love it. I'm so happy to be so thankful to be a part of it. But some of the other things we have going on, like Tom and I had the pleasure of joining in on Rofo Tales this past weekend uh, with the church. I honestly, I hope that's a new normal. I hope they continue that. That was just awesome and fun. And just to be a part of it, uh, and just for them to think outside the box to come up with something new to reach the kids um, because we can't be together. And so to come up with something new and then, you know. By the way, that was awesome. I mean, those there, that was so well done. Like those, those guys are killing it. What like, a pleasure that was, man. It was, was so, so much fun. fun. And we're going to be on it again this week as special guests, which is going to be fun. So make sure you tune in uh, Sunday at 2, I believe after service for the, the Rofo Tales. It's so much fun. They have a lot of fun. Even behind the scenes, the stuff you guys don't see, it's just like when we, do, you know, we were just talking about what we do before we even come on here and talk to you guys. And to be part of that with them and them having fun and joking around and stuff, and um, which is a lot of fun to be a part of and stuff. But you're seeing a lot of stuff like this, like Tom with, with Illuminations, like being able to help you guys out the last couple of weeks, um, being a part of that has just been incredible. Like seeing things uh happen even though things can't happen does that make sense like we're not if things aren't allowed to be happening right now but we're still able to make things happen and just a lot of folks coming together to do a lot of things to be christ-like even though the situation that we're in is kind of poopy right now so to say um but seeing people try to continue yeah, I hope we all keep practicing these things that we learn once things get back to whatever normal is, right? Um, let's not forget what we learned during this pandemic. Um, Brian Hill, nice to see you. Elijah Griffin, love you, brother. Call me, man. Sorry, I had to give shout-outs. No, that's good. He keeps complaining because he got upset about Dave's comment, and he put a bunch of angry little faces up for a minute. Yeah, what comment was it that he put the – That's what I was trying to figure out, too. I see I he just, said – uh, about listen, long sermon comment. Yeah, he was upset about you said about long sermons. And Pete, uh, no, I said be boring sermon. I said boring sermon. I didn't say. Uh, long you did sermon. say boring. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna long be upset, boring. Quote, long oh, boring. I'm, I'm sorry, I did say it was uh, long and boring. Yeah. But Pete, as senior pastor, we just want you to understand that we don't care about your feelings. So <laughs> just deal with that. Senior pastor. Uh, seriously though, like no, I we mean, love you, Pete. I I I'll, I pick on him a lot. I I can't tell you how much I've been enjoying the service. I mean, I want to be back, but I mean, <laughs> I got to be honest. We, we got a pretty cool pastor when it comes together. When it comes to putting together a digital, you know, online sermon, it's been awesome. I love what he did this week with his flashback episode. 
um, to put that together and keep it flowing. That was really neat. I thought that was cool, especially doing it by yourself. How about the outfit Anybody, he on while he was preaching? That was pretty fly. Yeah, Anybody it was pretty neat. The did he feel that with uh, Tom when he left? Did he take that stuff with him? Did you check him on the way out? Make sure he didn't take that suit with him. Yeah, he came upstairs. He only had his little digital camera, and uh, but it was great though. Like he was, he, we actually uh, he came up, and I was talking to Mark. You guys know Mark. Dave doesn't know Mark. Um, and uh, we spoke to Mark about the Lord, and uh, yes, I heard. Yeah, awesome. it was an amazing time, and Pastor Pete came at the right time, and we prayed for him, and he accepted Christ. And uh, I've been talking God's to always him on time. And, uh, yeah, man, it's been it was it was a great day, great day. I don't know, Dave, did you, I don't know if you saw, or because uh, I know you're not on Facebook as much as us, but there's a gentleman that helps Tom um, help me with at, at their illuminations, get stuff set up and stuff. And um, this gentleman asked the Lord into his life last Saturday. I, I don't um, know him. I did hear about that. That's awesome. Oh, how did I miss that? Was that after I left? Yeah, dude, that was right after you Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. I love Mark. I can't believe I wasn't there for that. It, it, yes. It, it was just me and Mark in the shop. So I started talking to him because he's got some problems he's going. So it was just me and him. Pastor P was in the basement uh, recording his, his sermon. And then he walked up and sat down and us two spoke with him about. The one Man, I, lo I, I love Sean's face right now. What's that? I love seeing your face right now because, like, just that you as much as we love mark i know you do like and just to not be a part of that that you missing it like i just love the all in your face like <gasps> what and the funny I part was that? did pete talk about that during the sermon he prayed for him yes, prayed, yes. Prayed. oh that must be when i went up to i had to pee during the sermon i must have oh, prodigal son i didn't no. even know that was going on that i didn't know that's not true you would have taken your phone with you you came I don't use my late. phone. I use my laptop for the sermon. I'm laying I, in bed. So I think you came in late. That uh, did you come in late that uh, on that day because because Pete talked about it first thing. No, I was there on time, but it must. Have, I I think there was a point where I was like, "Oh, this would be a good time to go take a pee," and I ran uh, off. <laughs> you and, missed it. And I missed it. Now to hear it now, that's awesome. I'm so sorry I missed that. And you know, I just want oh, to that, that's awesome it. though. I just want to clarify just so I know, so I'll be able to sleep tonight better. So what you're saying is. While the pastor prays, you feel it's a good time at that point to go pee, right? That's what you said? <laughs> I just want to know. I, I, can't, I, can't I must have misinterpreted where we were in the service and oh, picked a bad time. Okay, okay. All right? I, I, was on, I was on a delay. It was on a delay. It was, so, it was on a delay. Right. I thought we were doing oh, something else. I thought Pete delay. was telling, like, a personal story or something, and apparently he was, and I missed it. And, oh, uh, it was very personal. It was an, it was an important it. personal story, and – and uh, I drank a lot of coffee that morning. I, I don't have an excuse. I'm a bad Christian. I'm still hung up on the fact that you said you, you, you took a pee. I always leave one, you sick freak. Well, you know, <laughs> my neighbor had a couple extra spare. I figured I could borrow one. So, hey, um, if you guys have anything else to add to this topic, I mean, feel free. I think, that, I think just to wrap it up, I just think we need to remember in every situation – like, what would Jesus do? I mean, the, the traditional, what would Jesus do? You know, I don't think he would lead, uh, to promote feed fuel to fire. I think he'd help try to put, you know, put out arguments and help bring people back together. I think there's going to be a lot of people who have disagreements when they're coming out of this. I think it's our job to try to bring people back together with love. All right. Is basically what I'd like to see. Yep. That's the number one thing, guys, with love. Yep. 
Agreed. Yep. Yeah. You can't, you can't argue somebody into submission. Like there's so many people out there that think they could just make a point or my life is different than yours because of this, or you, you're not being considerate of me. Like just bring people back together with love. Make sure you're being considerate to people. Listen to what they're saying. Understand that they have a legitimate point too. Um, it may not be where you are or what you think, but you know, try to bring people back together. What I am excited about for next week, and by the way, I guess oh, Sean already nailed it. He's already asking for prayer requests. Um, but before we go to prayer, I do want to say for next week, we are considering. Are, are we? Are we actually considering doing a two-hour show? Yeah, we're um, gonna have. Uh, I don't even know if uh, Pastor Pete heard, but yeah, we're having Pastor Pete on, so we should. I think next. Yeah, we week should probably let him know that he's on the show next week. So here's well, here's here's what's gonna happen. This is what we. Pastor decide. Pete, you're on the show next week. There's your email. From six to seven, the prodigal sons have a second production meeting of the week right before we start the show. So we are going to. And that's open, the most fun that we have. Yes. So we're going to open the show for that first hour to you guys since Pastor Pete's going to be on next week. So we'll be on from six to eight. So, so basically, we're going to do this as a trial run next week, right? Six to seven, our production meeting is going to go out on Facebook Live, right? Yep. So this is this is behind the scenes. You guys get to see all the magic, all the bright ideas, all the all the fabulous talent coming together, and basically us just you know being us for an Hold hour. On. Pete's what? asking what's the topic. What's the to Pete, you are the topic. You're the topic. The topic? You are. <laughs> what do you just mean? so you're aware, Pete, you sir are the topic. Yeah, you're oh, the topic, brother. Oh my lord, you can't. You can't. I'll be yeah. there at seven. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there at seven. He can come whatever time he wants, as long as it's as long as it's yeah. before seven. I prefer yeah. be there at seven because we can pick on him from six to seven. Exactly. We, we can plan. Else. We could plan for a full hour how we're going to pick on him. Yeah, yeah. We could even yeah, we could take a good idea. Come at seven. Yeah, we could take audience suggestions on how to pick on him. Practical jokes, the whole nine. Guys, now if you have any questions that you want to ask the pastor, make sure you uh get them in. Get them in. Yeah, get him, get him in we'll early. And we'll, we'll be on from 6 to 7, so throw them out from 6 to 7 next week. And um, topic in capitals. We're going also, to uh, I don't know about – did you guys get the email from Jimi Hendrix today? Oh, oh yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. oh good. Good morning, Dave. So, so we got an email. We got an email from Jimi Hendrix. You know, he's dead, right, Jimi Hendrix? Yes, yeah, he passed away. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say from the grave, but I wanted to make sure I was right about that. We got an email from Jimi Hendrix from the grave with like some intro music for our show. We're going to try to try to fire that up and get that going at some point here really soon because it's really cool. We got some intro music. It's like we're actually a legitimate thing at this point. Um, we what else fancy. we got? We getting fancy. We got um, – we're, well, we're thinking about the following week after Pete is doing my testimony – but we're thinking about maybe holding off because Sean did post some stuff. If, if anybody does pay attention to our post, it's so funny. We're thinking about not because I want. I like the bus, man. What I no, I'm saying you did a good job at doing your job. I just think that I'd rather wait if we can wait another week or so to be with my fellows to have these all back us. Go I ahead. love you so much, Jason. You have no Thank idea. Thank you, Tom. I love you, brother. We. I hope we can do it in studio too. I, I think that's a better choice, but. We've if not, we're doing it until following week. If, if, not, if, if, we, if we're not opening, I have no problem um, because I already, I already gave my testimony in church. I'm actually very curious to have you know, Tom and stuff 
Tom, I'd really like you to have some questions. And I'd really like if next week, before we have Pastor Pete on and people enjoy it, I, I want them to think about some questions. And I'd like, Sean and I already discussed it, but Sean has heard mine. I'd really like to uh, kind of come up with something that have the people ask um, questions. Sean, read them, ask them something like that and put a program up but, uh, that he can do that because um, I don't want to do it the same way. Um, I'm, I'm tired of telling my same story over and over. I want to hit more on the Lord and what he's done and why we're at prodigal sons, not the crap that I went through and done to myself, but what the Lord has done for me is what I'd like to turn it into. Cool. Hey, Tom, you're getting a lot of questions about That's these a balloons. a lot of questions about the balloons, oh, buddy. You're going to have to share. You forgot. These balloons are my son's. I asked him if I could borrow. He said, what's the topic? I said, I'm just proud of you, buddy. He's a senior this year. So my wife bought him some graduation balloons, class of 2020, Perk Valley, and uh, super proud of him. So that's what the balloons are for. I wanted to have him on the show today. Congratulations, man. Awesome. awesome. Thanks, thanks. All right, so I guess we're to that point at the show. Um, Jimmy's into holiness. Well, yeah, it was Jimi Hendrix's uh, version of Into Holiness. So it, it is Christian music, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> uh, listen, we just got a volunteer to come on and be a guest on the show. Jose Cruz wants to come join us on the show. Um, Absolutely. I met Jose. That's Jose. That's from a couple weeks ago, right, Jay? Yeah, what yes, an amazing young yes. man this guy is. Um, I actually love Jose, to get we'll get in touch. We'll, we'll talk to you, buddy. Yeah, um, I want to get him on because we're actually uh, prayer, prayers out. Here's a prayer for us. Um, our pastor has reached out to Liberty Ministries director, Hal Ludwig. Uh, we're trying to have some of the gentlemen come in and be able to um, get – we have to do community service for part of the program at Liberty Ministries. Um, and we're trying to get some of the guys to maybe come in and help with our community as we can help them. So I had already thought about bringing Jose and maybe some other people on um, as far as just to discuss what it's like coming out of places of darkness. I won't go into detail. Places of darkness and um, coming into Liberty Ministries and being taught what, you know, how to change your life. And Jose is one heck of a life changer. He's awesome. So, uh, Elijah just put up about um, breaking social distancing for prayer. Elijah, you call me. I'll break social distancing to come pray with you anytime, brother. Yeah, brother, uh, call me. You, you are absolutely that. coming on this show, man. I yeah. Ask all these brothers, man. I ask about you all the time. Just none of these guys want to give me your cell phone number. I asked Pastor Pete for your cell phone number. <laughs> I asked Jason for your cell phone number. gives <laughs> me your cell phone number. He's probably going to be like, you have it. <laughs> yeah, probably do. I just like my phone. Two weeks ago when I left Richter's, when Jose and I actually built the shelves, I stopped and saw Elijah afterwards, and uh, we spent about an hour outside talking. So he knows we have no problem breaking social distance. Yeah, I'm done. I got a bone to pick because I just texted him, and he didn't text me back. Oh, there you go. Just uh, saying, no. a couple days ago, I texted hey. him. Listen, we're, we're preaching on love today, Dave. We're not preaching on hate. Oh, I, got a, I, got, Dave, I got something got for Jose Cruz. I got something for her, Jose Cruz. Así eres tú. <laughs> I just, I I just think, found out from Jose Cruz that Waymaker's in Spanish. And I, I listened to the Spanish version, and it's just as beautiful. I tell you what, I love worship music in Spanish. I really do. 
Well, Make sure you want to learn Spanish just so I can <laughs> sing the songs. Man, oh, Elijah, Elijah's <laughs> saying his phone was broken. That's come a on, man. You gotta, That's a convenient you, gotta come up with a better, you need a better excuse than my phone That's was broken. Elijah. <laughs> That's a bad lie. Elijah, now, to be honest, I tell Dave that all the time, too, when he texts. I'm like, oh, dude, my phone's broken. Sorry. I didn't uh, see it. Yeah, 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 but wait, when you're on Zoom, I know it's not me. broken. Dave Elijah, it's me. Elijah doesn't even need to have a phone. I literally have a, I live a building away from him. He can easily walk over and buzz if he needs anything. You, you know it's bad when You guys have the cups with the string, and you guys just yell into it to each other across the way? Well, as long as, we, <laughs> long as we didn't have the, the street in between us, you know, have cars run over our, our landline. Elijah's texting me right now to is tell he? me that he's telling me his phone is broken. That's always bad when you're just getting a text and the person saying my phone's broken. Yeah, yeah, Elijah, everybody wants you to yourself. No, 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 yeah, we, we'll bring you on. We all want to see you, buddy. Not to all ourselves. Right. All right, so let me uh, – right, now that we get that out of our system. Phew. Tom, what do you got for prayer requests this week, brother? Oh. Man, what do I have for prayer request this week? I tell you exactly what I have prayer request this week. I don't pray, put the hot dog thing and, back on. And and should I? I no, pray, he's adult. I, I I pray that, and I hope all Nazarene upper people are watching. I pray that you and the pastor and that we can get back to church on June seventh. Pray for that, June seventh. Let's get all back right, to we'll, church. We'll, we'll pray for corporate worship. All right, I got you. Corporate worship. Corporate worship, June 7th. We're not having our fun doing out-of-the-box worship. We're doing this. We have to have corporate, no, too. I got it. No, last time we tried that. Yeah, well, anyway, go ahead. All right. Jay, what do you got for us this week? Uh, I got my dad. Uh, my dad. Yeah. Hey, what's his name? I'm sorry. I, I've never asked you that. It is Lynn. Lynn. A, a woman's name. L-Y-N-N. That's all right. I like Lynn. That's a that's a beautiful, powerful name. That that explain and, that explains a lot about you, Jason. And he has a twin sister, Linda. Is that why he named you Sue? You're a boy yeah. named Sue. Yes, boy named Sue. All right, I got. I'm, I, I got the Duke of Earl. That's Jason Earl, the Duke of Earl. <laughs> All right, Dave. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna throw my wife under the bus. She was just telling me right before our our, uh, our meeting tonight that she's got a friend of hers that's been on her heart uh, to try to witness to and bring her to the Lord, and uh, we should do that. We should pray for that. Amen. All right, absolutely. I'm always down for that. All right, I'm gonna give uh, another couple seconds here. If anybody's got prayer requests, you want to pop them up on the screen quick. I, yeah, Don, I saw about your son for uh, the job he's looking to get. Uh, Elijah, we're always praying for you, buddy. But I'll I'll catch pray you. Pray for his phone too. Yeah, we'll play for Elijah's phone for a miracle that it'll be healed. Play, pray for Mark that that uh, since he's a newborn Christian that he, uh, you know, just pray for him. I was just going to say that. that pray that the Lord does work for him like they, yeah. like the Lord did for Michael. Yeah, yeah, Michael pray, pray for Michael. Pray for Michael at our church there, guys. Um, I, I haven't really talked to him in about a week. I think – have you talked to him at all, Tom? To Mark? Michael. Michael. Yeah, I haven't either. I hope he's doing well. Elijah's asking for a uh, prayer for his dad for uh, after he fractured his hip. All right. Jose's daughter with uh, job orientation. We got you, Jose. So, just you guys, I have my own notebook that I got just for prayer requests, and I keep it every week. 
Uh, I'm going to actually make a book out of this later for all the prayer requests. I really keep those every week. I, I, I go back throughout the week. I write everybody's name and what they're asking for, and I continue during the week to go back and pray over them. So, um, keep them coming. I love doing it. It's awesome. All right. Let's go to prayer. Father God, whew, we have a lot of things to be thankful for. Amen. You've given us each other. You've given us opportunities to do things that we never saw coming. No we have an opportunity to do this. We've seen row Fotils. We've seen illumination just expound. We've seen you touch the lives of folks in ways that we could never understand. But Lord, right now we have a few things we want to go with you with. We have uh, Matt, who's looking for a job. Uh, be with him that, that he would find the right job, the right fit to, to serve you well, Lord. Um, we're praying for Lynn uh, as he goes through the, the health issues he's had. Lord, we know you're in that. We know we've seen a few times here where you've come through for him. Uh, we just ask that you keep him in, in your hands again, Lord. Uh, for Lisa's friend that we're – Lisa's trying to work with her friend to help her see you, Lord. Touch her heart. Put something on her. Lord, you just do so many amazing things. Help her see the amazing love that you bring into people's lives. Bring more, Lord. And Lord, in that, continue to show Mark exactly mm -hmm. how much you love him and how much you want to be in a relationship with him, Lord. Help him help himself to strengthen that word. And anybody who can be involved in that word, touch them to help Mark in that process. Lord, we pray for Elijah's dad who has uh, broken his hip and he's going to need a speed of recovery, Lord. Uh, we know you are the great healer and you'll bring him through that. Uh, Lord, we pray for Jose's daughter. Uh, she's going for orientation. It's a new chapter of life, a new, a new thing. Help her in that, Lord. Um, and Lord, there are so many things that I want to say and, and pray to you for right now, Lord, but hmm. you know that. So I want to pray for the unspoken prayers. I want to pray for those things that we are too ashamed or too proud or just too scared to say out loud, Lord, because you know that. You know what's in our hearts. You know what's on our minds, Lord. So would you heal the sick? Would you help those who are battling with addiction issues? Would you help those who don't know you, Lord, find their way back to you or touch the person, put it on them to help bring them back? Lord, all the unanswered prayers is my prayer right now. Lord. We ask for all these things in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.